All right, welcome to the Sixth Men. A long-awaited episode. How long it been, like? Um, for me and you, it's been probably two months. Two months, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long time. Because yeah, it was it was during the finals. We uh we did an episode. I think after like game one or two. Yeah, and then after that was the rap, right? Yeah. So since then, um, I did one podcast with my buddy Daniel. Yeah. Um, how'd that go? That went good. Okay. Uh, we just recapped the finals and then the draft. Okay. Shout out to Daniel, man. Shout out to Daniel for holding it down yeah. for for that episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, Shout out to Nehemiah for returning. Yeah. Um, for my little hiatus. For yeah, it's my good. New York hiatus. Hold up, I'm going to stop real quick. So, yeah, it's good It's good that you're back. We're, mm-hmm. we're here recording again. The yeah. Sixth Men. For those of you who don't know about the Sixth Men since it's been so long, yeah. uh, we are a basketball. Pop culture, swagged out. Yeah, I'd say like basketball and I'd just say culture in general. Yeah, culture, you know, yeah. Culture. We just, yeah. We just, we're just very cultured men. Yeah, you know, because I'm black, he's a... Uh, I'm white, I'm but... Albino. No. <laughs> yeah, they say he was Albino because he's, uh, in the inside, he's like, you know, he's a very Thanks multicultural. Me, yeah. I appreciate it, man. You're already, man. You're already. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. You know? yeah. What can I say? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about some ball. We'll be talking about some culture, you know. So... Do we want to touch on the finals at all? Uh, the finals? It, it, was so, it was so long ago. Awful. It was... So bad. I thought it'd be more interesting, uh, more competitive in, in a sense, but nope. LeBron went crazy like always, man. Yeah, LeBron LeBron was good, yeah, but the rest of the Cavs were good. Yeah, the rest of I mean, Cavs. Kyrie was good, but... Kyrie did his thing, yeah, but... Other than that, though, like, hmm, they took Jay, the They Cavs. took JR's Henny. Yeah. I guess Tiana Taylor wasn't talking to Iman for the whole finals, because he didn't really do nothing. Oh, Iman Shumbert was... Richard, Richard Jefferson, I think, was the third best player, like, kind of. Yeah, that's bad. That's where, not good. Yeah, where's Kevin Love, like... Caleb did his thing a couple games, a couple but, games like, but you got to do more though. On. Tristan, Tristan Thompson didn't do nothing. Yeah, it was scrub. Um, and the the Warriors were really good. KD yeah. played really well. Definitely, Curry was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, shout out to them. Yeah, um, that's what it was. But let's see if they make it back to the finals or if Kyrie gets traded. To be continued though. But we'll uh, be talking about that later. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But let's get to this action, man. Yeah. yeah so of- we're gonna recap like pretty much every major transaction from. Uh, f- from the offseason. Yeah, much. basically, yeah. So, from, we'll touch on the draft a little bit, but mainly we're going to get to these offseason signings, man, because these... Yeah, these there's a lot, of, a lot of big signings. These were dope, but let's get to it, kind of. So, the first sign we're going to talk about, uh, the Atlanta Hawks signed Luke Babbitt. That was... Uh, <laughs> That's like, yeah, that shook up the NBA, yeah. Luke Babbitt to the Hawks, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yo, the, the Hawks are going to suck this year. Yo, they traded Paul Millsap, right? They don't got Al Horford no more. Oh, they traded no. him last year. No Paul Millsap. They have Dennis going. Schroeder, yeah. and that's pretty much it. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder and uh, Ken Ken Bazemore. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that big contract. That's crazy. Ken Bazemore's not bad, but if he's, he's your second best yeah, player, like, he's not what are you doing? Team, definitely. They're trying to bottom out. Yeah, they got that rookie, though. That decent rookie that uh, had that highlight in the summer league. And oh, John a, Collins. He's a 78. And I don't think he's going to be a star, though. Yeah, I don't think Maybe in a couple years he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so Luke Babbitt actually was not a, a move that I plan on discussing that yeah, that much. Um, just, uh, I guess based on uh, it being first on my list, one of the first signings of the offseason was Danilo Gallinari to the Clippers. I think um, that's a good move. He he kind of he kind of he's kind of his 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 game is kind of it's kind of like a, a pulpit. It comes from the pulpit mold kind of in, in a way. Yeah, he fits um, the system, I guess. And to me, it's like a a poor man's Dirk. He's not quite as big as yeah, he's Dirk, not. As big he's as more Dirk, of a yeah. more of a. A three than a four, I yeah, guess. Yeah, definitely. But Danilo, he's good. He'll be a good fit next to Blake. Yeah, definitely, yeah. He can um, stretch the floor, hit threes, take it to the hoop. He's a good solid, like, six eight, six nine. So, he's, like, yeah. he's decent. He's, he's a good player. Um, he just got to stay on the floor. That's his big problem. He mm-hmm. tears his, I think he had Achilles problems. He, he did an ACL, ACL yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, he can't stay on the floor. That's his point. But And, you know, the Clippers this year, 
even though they lost Chris Paul to the Rockets, yeah. um, they might not be that bad. They have Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Um, he can they, run your team. They have uh, they have Lou Will. Yeah, Lou Will. He brings um, two girls to L.A. Yeah, and back in L.A. Yeah, back in L.A. Yeah. Um, and then you got you got you still got Blake. You still got DeAndre. So they might not be that bad. Like yeah. they're going to be a more complete team than they've been in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're, they're still going to be the perennial like fifth. Yeah. Sixth, seventh, yeah. fourth. That's their range, but. Yeah. Let's see if they yeah I, they'll make the playoffs, but I think it's going to be the bottom half of the playoffs. Yeah, they, they're they're not going to be necessarily as good as they've been. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still but got Austin they won't Rivers be bad. Yeah, they they still, won't be bad. Yeah, they still got Austin Rivers too. So Let's yeah, see if that work out. Austin yeah. Rivers wasn't playing bad last year, really. Yeah, but uh, uh, I don't know. I I hate the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, this is a big move. Um, Paul George to the Thunder. Yeah, that yeah, was a surprising yeah. one. I, I, that was definitely surprising. That was that definitely was surprising. honestly that might have been one of the best moves of the offseason because. Think about it, like, what were the, the Thunder going to do? They're going to be a 6th or 7th seed every year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The way they were last year. I think this this move right here put them top 3 or 4. I think so, too. Cause top 3 or 4. If you have Russell Westbrook and Paul George on the yeah. same team. And you got you got qualified bigs. You got Cantor. Cantor. They added Patrick Patterson this Patrick, year. Yeah, Patrick Patterson. He can stretch the floor for you now. You still got... Uh, and so, Steven Adams, too. Steven Adams, yeah. You got the stash bills on deck, so... I think it technically could go down. Brody, Brody's gonna do his I gotta, thing. I gotta break something to you, man. What's that? Stephen Adams got rid of his mustache. Oh no, he didn't. He did. He did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I seen him grow. Damn. No, he got rid of it. He looks weird without it. But it, it'll probably be back like during the second. Yeah, week. Like, oh. yeah second week. It's, it's all an intimidation. <laughs> thing. Yeah, you know. So you gotta like, bring it back. Yeah, he probably playing like head games. Like, come yeah, on, Steve, come on. I shaved it off. Uh, we are not gonna be good this shit. I'm gonna pop out the second week and just kill everybody. <laughs> kill Stephen Adams is a scary dude. Yo, he. He's humongous. Yeah, he's like seven two, seven. He's he's from New Zealand. Yeah, and he's the he's the youngest of his his twelve brothers and sisters. So you know he got picked on the yeah, most. Yeah, definitely. So you know, or he got babied the most, but it doesn't look like yeah, he got babied because he's like humongous. It. Exactly. So, um, so I think I think adding Paul George was hmm, one of the yeah, best moves. Yeah, definitely. And f- the amount that they gave up to give him was yeah. like Oladipo, Mane, Mane Sabonis. Yes, yeah, yeah, Sabonis. Yeah. I don't remember who else they got. It wasn't, it wasn't really, much though. Yeah, it wasn't. But those those are two promises. Those are like a chunk of the lineup. That's they had a majority yeah. of the minutes. Oladipo was a good player. Yeah, but, he was. But but having Paul George is probably better, and they still have Roberson. Yeah, definitely. Who's so. gonna play the two? Yeah, and he started his jump shots a little bit. He's been doing his thing. So I can see him only going up from there. They're still gonna make a couple moves. They have a lot. They have that. What's that? Point they're going? not gonna win a championship. They're right? not. Yeah, but but they'll be good. I can see them competing. You know. Absolutely, they'll OKC be, they'll be Thunder, tough out in the playoffs. That OKC Thunder, that OKC, OKC Thunder game, that OKC Golden State Warrior game, that's going to be super, super mm. competitive. Now it's going to, it's, it's going to because Paul George can you know cancel out Kevin Durant a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I mean it just makes the Thunder hard to get out. Yeah, so that should be good. Mm-hmm. Next big move, um, we probably should order this in based on biggest to smallest, but uh, significance. But nah. why don't we talk about this instead? We already touched on Chris Paul a little bit. Chris Paul to the Rockets. Chris Paul to the Rockets. That's a that's a that's a weird move. Too. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. It's a very weird move, just because of the fact that James Harden is so ball dominant. Yeah, and, Chris and was Paul so was good also, at it. Last yeah, year. exactly. And Chris didn't Paul he lead leading assists with I like think, eleven in a I game or something? So. But I was watching just watching him in the playoffs. Like they that team moves so fluid. Like it's not even it wasn't even funny how like the ball just moved. They hit shots and they finish a lot of three pointers. Like that that was the thing about them. Like they they get it up and they shoot a high percentage. Three pointers get to the hoop. They don't really get to the hoop a lot, but James Harden does his thing. Oh, he can get to the hoop for sure. But they make a lot of their shots, a lot, and most of them are three pointers. Now, like what concerns me about having Chris Paul and, and James Harden on the same team is both of them need the ball, mm-hmm. 
And unlike last year, I mean, I guess you could say in the playoffs that James Harden does have a turnover problem. Mm-hmm. He's had he's had it in the past. Sure, he you know will score thirty five and get a ten assist for you, yeah. but um, that turnover problem is a real thing. Mm-hmm. So having Chris Paul helps with that, but I I don't think having Chris Paul really helps with some of the stuff that Harden was good at and what the Rockets were good at last yeah, year, which yeah. was James Harden making plays for himself and mm-hmm. then making plays for the shooters around him. Like you had um, was Ryan Anderson. Yeah, Ryan Anderson, yeah. yeah. Ryan Anderson, you had Eric Gordon and yeah, Lou Will. Lou Will, yeah. So, so like, those guys can make plays. Now, now they, you know, they're a little bit thinner, and they don't have a guy that can... Well, I mean, Chris Paul can defend, but is he as good a defender as Patrick Beverly? I'm not yeah, sure about that. Yeah. At this point, I, Chris Paul's, you know what, 30, 31. Yeah. I'd rather have Patrick Beverly defensively. Yeah, defensively. Obviously, on offense, Chris Paul's... Yeah, definitely. One of the, still one of the best, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to fit together. Gonna it's going to take a situation. while. I, I don't. I don't know what the Rockets are trying to do if they're trying to switch their scheme up or something like that. But if I didn't want to, I don't want to take the ball out of James Harden's hands. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But if if all goes right, I could see this being a situation and as like so, this would be like the Steve Nash, like Kobe. Kobe was to uh, like Steve Nash was to Kobe Bryant during that time. Kinda, that was bad. You, you know what I mean? Like, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad, but if all went right with it, it would have been it would have been yeah. a good one too. You know, so that's how I see it, kind of. So like, it'll take less pressure off James Harden, and he'll he'll be able to do the thing he can do the best, which is score the basketball. And it'll he, give. I think it's gonna give him an opportunity to become more of a shooter. Too. Exactly. He's yeah. gonna play off the ball a little bit. More. Exactly. Yeah. So I do. You, who do you think is gonna have the ball the most though? Is he think they're gonna do fifty fifty? It's going to be 50. I think it's going to have to be 50-50 because Chris Paul's coming into a situation that he's not it's James He's not the guy team, in. Yeah. Yeah, it's James Harden's team, so you're going to have to... This is the first time it has been Chris Paul's team, I would exactly, say. Exactly, yeah. So you're going to do your thing, but you're not really going to be... I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. It's, it's hard It'll to call. It's hard to... It's, it's going to be interesting, but I really... I'm, I'm leaning more towards James Harden than it actually being a... Chris Paul thing, yeah, you know. I mean, Chris Paul is going to play off the ball. Yeah, more, definitely. I suppose. Yeah, so and he hasn't really played with a player like James Harden before. Yeah, but like, I think Blake Griffin's good, but yeah, like he's yeah. not a superstar necessarily. Exactly. No, Blake Griffin is a superstar. He's just you not so? a ball dominant superstar. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on there. You're going to disagree with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Blake Griffin. He's just good. been injured. When Blake Griffin's good, Blake Griffin's good. Like you, you can't take nothing away from him. But he just been hurt these like past two seasons. So you know, like I don't think he's a top. I don't think he's a top uh, fifteen player. Anymore. Top fifteen right now? So. No, I don't. I wouldn't say that. But he... So to me, a superstar is like a top ten player. Okay. I, don't, I don't think he's in the top fifteen. Okay, I'll get you. That's, that might be a hot take. I don't know. Yeah, first take. People on Twitter, let us know if that's a hot take. Yeah. People on SoundCloud, let us know if that's a hot take. Yeah, they. If Chris is Blake Griffin, I think he's. A, I think he's a superstar. If you're an all star, you're a superstar. Mm, you know, Kyle Corver was an All Star. Oh, once. but okay, yeah, okay. But the fan, yo, Adam Silver, <laughs> do something about these fan votes, man. That, that, uh, that wasn't a fan vote. Yeah. That was that was a coach and player vote. A coach and player vote. Yeah, because he's a shooter. Because the fans only vote for the the starting lineup. Oh, Kyle Corver wow. got in from the uh, the coaches and players. Oh wow, so he must have been a real good shooter. That didn't. He he had a good year, but I don't know yeah. if he was an All Star. I think yeah. he might have been injury replacement yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. but that, that's where your argument's wrong. Yeah, okay. you you can be a a so so player. All right, so. Yeah. All right, so you got me. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that another day. I yeah, guess. another podcast. Um, the next move. Um, why don't we go to this one? Just because I want to get out of the way. Tim Hardaway to the Knicks. This was this. This was the strangest move of the yeah, offseason. Right. Explain this. Explain explain the whole like backstory scenario up until him coming back and getting signed again. All right. So Tim Hardaway played for the Knicks for 
what two three years? Yeah, got drafted by the Knicks. Actually. Got drafted by the Knicks. Wasn't bad for the Knicks. Yeah, he was um, on also rise. wasn't wasn't great, but you know he but did, he was still he young. Score. He was still young, and he also also was in a bad situation for exactly. for at least part of that. Um, they traded him to the Hawks for I think it was a draft pick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't much, and you know he played. He didn't really play his first year for the Hawks that much. Last year he played pretty well for the yeah, Hawks. He got definitely. like twelve, thirteen a game yeah. off the bench, and he started a little bit too. But then the Knicks decided, like, oh, let's, like, throw a ton of money at Tim Hardaway and get him back. And that's what they did. Um, he got a huge contract. I don't remember the exact details of the contract. But yeah, but it's... it's it's It was a lot of money for Tim a, Hardaway for a player that they got rid of for yeah. pennies on the dollar. And you know, so they could have kept him for, basically, yeah, pennies on the dollar. But you choose to let him go. He has one good year. Out of the two years, he's yeah. on the other team. And then you bring him back and throw, a, what, a three-year, like, $70 million contract at him? Like, it's crazy. Like I think what it is is the Knicks are, were so desperate for players this yeah. year that they literally just, yeah. they couldn't, you know, get anyone to come to their team. Mm-hmm. So, like, Tim Hardaway was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take all this money. Yeah, it's fine. I've exactly. played here before. Yeah, shout-out to his agent, though. Whoever his yeah. agent is, <laughs> that man negotiating skills is could have aged. Tim Hardaway might drop 20 this year. He might drop 20. And if... People are going to make fun of him for that contract, but, like, if if he could drop 20 on any team, yeah. this might be the team because yeah. I don't know who else is going to drop 20 for the Knicks. I, well, Melo. Yeah. And Porzingis, I guess. If, he, yeah, if he's there. But that's a good... That's a good... They didn't have Porzingis when he was there uh, last time, right? No. Okay, yeah, so... That might have that might have worked out for the best. So, but if do you he, think Melo is still a uh, an elite player like that? I think Melo can still get it done, but he's just been in bad situations. I think he needs more help. Yeah, he just need more help. Per, don't get me wrong, Porzingis is good, but he just he, he needs more like he NBA. He needs to like get something that he can do at an elite level. Yeah, he can shoot pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's huge, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do anything. He does everything good. He doesn't do anything elite. Mm-hmm. He just needs to add something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a post game like a, a Dirk type yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's been working with Dirk this summer, so yeah, hopefully, definitely. I do like Porzingis though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's that's the Tim Hardaway stuff. But um, yeah, man, congrats to Tim Hardaway on uh, get that money, Tim. That Bonza, that Bonza contract, man, it's crazy. That's uh, unbelievable. Uh, um, all right, so Sacramento, we're going in a weird order, but whatever. Yeah, Sacramento good. got uh, Vince Carter, George Hill, and Zebo. Yeah. Who's, uh, fighting, who's fighting the marijuana case right now? But I think he'll be. Yeah, he got good luck. He's had that in the past, so yeah. I, he might be able to get through it. Yeah. Um, weird That's, to see Zebo leave the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifelong, a lifelong. I thought he'd be there for the rest of the, uh, his time, but uh, I oh. guess it makes sense because uh, their coach, uh, Dave Yeager, whatever his name is. Yeah. Is now the coach of the Kings. Oh He's really? Oh, okay, so Zebo. So That's why right. they. That's probably why. They, Vince and Zebo decide to go. Oh back. yeah, oh, they, yeah, they were both on. Yeah, they both were on Memphis. Okay, that the Kings sense. are might be the weirdest team in the NBA right now. Yeah, right now they don't yeah. they don't have Rudy Gay or um, Boogie, yeah. Boogie anymore. So it's post Boogie era. So I think they're still trying to figure it out. They got a lot of young. Uh, they got Harry Giles also. They drafted him. Yeah. the, the, the was, number, former number one recruit. He was um he was very good in high school. Yeah, but uh, he was injury injured. problems. I yeah. mean, if if he works out, he works out though. Yeah, you know, and they they have nice young players like Buddy Heald wasn't that great last year, but. Yeah. I, I was high on him mm-hmm. going into the draft. Oh, yeah. They still have Buddy. They got Scott Lissabia. He played. He, he started played well at the end of the year. And they got... Uh, uh, Willie Collins. Yeah, Willie K. Yeah. Will the Thrill. Yeah, so they should be decent. Yeah, They, they might be okay. They um, might be okay, yeah. They still I think be they're a- still going to be in that 30-win mm-hmm. range. Um, but, I think yeah. they're kind of in no man's land right now. Yeah, but I think Vince Carter and, uh, Vince Carter and Zebo just came for some... Uh, oh, they added better. Darren Fox, too, in the draft. Ooh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite players, yeah, yeah, just yeah. because he plays really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so that really might, athletic in defense. Mm, that might be a good move then. So De'Aaron, so look look at this lineup: De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, and uh, they got George Hill on there too. George Hill, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, De'Aaron might come off the bench for probably like half a season, sort of a... Do you think you can play George Hill, De'Aaron Fox, and Buddy Hill together? You can do... That'll kind of be Maybe like not that. defensively. Yeah, that'll be But that. De'Aaron Fox is going to... Well, actually, Fox and Hill are versatile defensively. Yeah, definitely. Buddy Hill isn't, but... Nah. You, you, can, you can hide him on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you, you know, not every team... Out West, it's going to be tough yeah, to definitely, do that, but yeah. they might be able to figure that out. I don't but know. no, that's a good lineup, though. That, that, I forgot they had a lot of those other players. That... To me, that might be that might be a good move. And Vin, I think Vince Carter and Zebo are there for like more like maturity, teach yeah. these kids how to be professionals, so to say. Because say, say, say what you want about Zebo off the court, yeah, on the court a, he's a leader. He's a leader, definitely. And I feel like a lot of those young kids on the on the Kings, they're gonna follow suit because you got Willow Thrill, Skylar Sibia, Harry Giles, De'Aaron Fox, and then yeah, they're all under twenty. Let's say 23, 24 yeah. at the most, right? Yeah, you know. So all those kids, they're not really. You could think of it my age. You're not. We're we're focused, but Boogie we're didn't not have that those type of guys. Exactly. You know? If Boogie had those type of guys, I think he'll. That team would have panned out the way it would have yeah. panned out. But because Boogie pretty much had to be a leader from the second he was drafted, and exactly. like that's that's a lot of pressure to put yeah. on somebody. And like especially like an 18, 19 year old. So that's. But still, I think this this is a good situation that might take like three or four years to bud and like blossom. At least they're looking promising. Exactly. I guess because exactly. before they were just kind of like oh they're oh, a waste place. of Boogie's talent. And exactly. I don't know. Now they at least got some. Some sort of depth. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Kings. Let's get into this 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 nice, interesting team. Oh, the the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, man. The Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be the most improved team this season. It's not cold like Minnesota no more. No, it's going to. It be, might be heating up. It might be. It's, it's, it's <laughs> definitely up, heating, heating up, up in Minnesota, bro. It's still going to be cold temperature wise, yeah, but, but at least at least uh, inside for the, the fans, yeah. there's going to be more fans in there. They're going to be watching the games. It's going to heat definitely. up a little bit. So let's let's talk about these additions. They got a. Uh, so they Jeff got Teague. Jeff Teague. Yeah. Taj Gibson, mm-hmm. Jamal Crawford, and oh, they, they got a guy named Jimmy Butler. Sheesh. Um, as a Chicago Bulls fan, uh, that that was a bad yeah, move, yeah. I think. But I felt the way that he was being treated this whole like that whole past year, talking about him getting traded. I don't understand how you're trying to trade your best player, mm. your only All Star on that team. Dwayne Wade was like borderline up, but he's like past his. Oh, he's his past window his prime past, at this point. But, like your only substantial player. That I've hated their some, moves the past couple of years. But I don't understand. I didn't moves. understand that though. Like, why would you talk? Why would you have all this conversation about trading your best player that is still young? Yeah. That and he's gotten better every year. He's got better every single year. Like, I didn't get that. I didn't understand it at all. And I don't understand why would you, why would you blatantly frustrate your best player, mm. and basically like he I, he basically pushed his way out of there because every time he got asked about being traded and stuff like that, he was like, "It is what it is. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna play it out, mm. and I'm see how it goes." So you basically the organization basically pushed him out. And you pushed him out right into a good situation because yeah. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and his old coach Tom Thibodeau. Don't forget about Shabazz Muhammad. Oh, Shabazz oh and Gorgie Dang. Oh my God, that bench is going to be. They get, let them get a couple, a couple more bench pieces. That yeah. I was sort of joking about those two, but, but no, that's that. But they're, they're you they know, add to the they, team. they don't have to be they don't star have, players exactly. Now. Shabazz Muhammad was role the, players. He was the number one player in the country. He was coming into the NBA. He was supposedly supposed to be a star. Now he can... Well, he's also two years older than he said. Oh, or really? something like that. For yeah. real? Yeah. Oh, my God. He faked his age. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look at this team now. Like, you, you're starting Jeff Teague. Mm-hmm. You're start, uh, you got Jimmy Butler. You got Andrew Wiggins. Taj could play the four. Yeah, Taj could play the four or Deng, either yeah. one. Um, and then you got Carl Anthony Towns. Like, come on. And you got Tom Thibodeau as your coach, who's exactly. a really good defensive coach. Exactly. And he's going to coach those guys up. Exactly. They're going to be a tough, tough team. Yes, definitely. You know, they lost Rick Rubio. Um, but he was more went of, to the Jazz. He was more of a liability. And you still got Chris Dunn. 
No, Chris Dunn went to the Bulls. Oh, he went to the Bulls. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. He was part of the trade with the Bulls. Oh, okay. So that's where they're, the guard play could be concerned, I think. Um, if Because, you know, Jeff Teague is a good player, but beyond him, you're going to rely on Tyus Jones at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might just be a little iffy. And they both like, and they both like uh, Jeff Teague, he's like a generous like six. Six he's two? like six two, yeah. Yeah, generous though. You know, Jeff Teague does a couple things pretty well. He can get to the the rim, and he can he can, you know he's a decent shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in a situation this year where he doesn't have to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. like he he's, he's going to be role, the fourth or fifth best player, which set is people up, which yeah. is I think his perfect role. Exactly. Um, and I, Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins on the perimeter, and yeah. then Carl Anthony Towns oh, down low, God. and also on the perimeter. Mm-mm. That's gonna that's they're gonna be a tough team to and defend, they're, and they're gonna be a tough team to get out. Oh my! Jamal, Jamal Crawford off the bench. Guys yeah. do his thing. He could dunk. Have athletic person. I'm excited for this team. We liked this team last year. Yeah, definitely. And if you add Jimmy Butler, yeah, I think they might be a, a middle of the pack playoff team. I, I think they could be top three. Top? You think so? I think so. Mm. The West, uh, actually, you know, you yeah, right, yeah, because yeah, I'm just thinking, pack, yeah. Warriors. Spurs and Rockets are probably yeah. locked in as the top three. They could be the fourth seed. Yeah, definitely. Middle of the pack team, yeah. Five, six, four, yeah, four, five, six, around that range. If they were in the East, they they could... They would be, they, number, they'd they'd be number two. Uh, number two, <laughs> number two, three, yeah. No, they'd be probably, probably they'd be third top three. Yeah, top, yeah, top three, three, definitely. So, I mean, that, that's a, that's a, this is one of the top, you know, f- six or seven teams in the league, hopefully. The, yeah, hopefully. But I really hope so. Let's um, see how it pans out. But, yo, Tom Thibodeau, Minnesota, do your thing, man. Proud of this team. All right, so then we got what whoever do we got the next? G, whoever the GM is, it's a good, it's a good. Yo, he's gonna raise. Doing he's definitely, yeah. he's definitely gonna. Like, I think, I think Tom Thibodeau is the the president of basketball operations really? too, so he might be making all these decisions, mm, and geez. they're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got Denver Nuggets. They they added Paul Millsap. Um, That's not really exciting, but he's a he's a he's a solid NBA player. You know, with with the Nuggets though, um, they've been on the cusp of the playoffs at least last year, mm-hmm. and with Joe Kick now and Millsap. Yeah, those are two guys that can play. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jokic. But who I don't do you know think is, them. Is, who do you think is better, Jokic or the one they traded? Uh, to, or Nurkic? Or Nurkic, yeah. You know, Nurkic played well for the Blazers after he yeah, got traded. Definitely. Um, I think Jokic is a little bit more mobile, mm-hmm. and he can pass a little bit better. Uh, Nurkic's a better rebounder, probably. They're, they're, better. they're both. You know, they're both good rebounders. Imagine those practices, though. Those when they both yeah. in Denver. Those. Those. The, I can see why they there. traded Nurkic yeah. though, because I don't. They're both centers. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I think Joe is a little bit better right now. Really? I think he's a little younger too. Okay. But uh, they're both good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think adding Millsap's a good move. Yeah. I don't I don't have much to say about that other than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Let's see, the how, Celtics. See, see how it pans out. But this this might be the team of the offseason. Definitely, definitely the team of the offseason. All right. So the Celtics were already in a really good position. Yeah, the number you one know, coming off the number one seed in the playoffs. You know they didn't. You know they didn't really. Challenge the Cavs too much in the playoffs, yeah. but but they have, they're a good team. They have Isaiah Thomas. Um, they they traded Avery Bradley to the Pistons, but they're adding some really good players. Uh, they oh. added Gordon Hayward, who was probably the best free agent out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Just pure free free agent, not, not necessarily the best move, but it was one of the better moves of the offseason for sure. And it fits. Yeah, you know, and old, we, we old were, college coach. We, 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 we were talking about this for a long time. Yeah, bro. 
You've been saying that for yeah. I need to be a GM for quite a while. I was saying this um, for like what, like a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to be a GM, bro, or agent or something. Jesus, yeah, I'm, give this man a job in the come, NBA. Yeah, come on, coming now. soon, coming soon, bro. Um, and then they also added Jason Tatum, who Jason is one Tatum. of the better players this in the draft. Kid, and he did his thing in the summer league. He definitely did his. Thing. Yeah, he held his own. He's a smooth player. He is. He reminds me of. I don't know if he's going to be a star, but he's going to be a good player. For he's sure. going to be. He's, he's one be. of the most like surefire things. But I think all the kids that come through the Celtics organization, they they progressively and. To say, let's, let's put it in uh, perspective. T- Terry Rozier, he was a role player on Louisville. Mm-hmm. He was a star of Louisville, kind of, but he came in, he came yeah. into his own with Celtics. Jason Tatum, on the other hand, he was a star at Duke, and they expect high. They, they have high expectations for this dude, definitely. And high they have two straight number three picks with uh, with Jalen Brown and, and Jason, Jason Tatum. Come on, man, Danny Ainge, you the man, bro. You got to get like exec. They need to have like executive awards. Like now, <laughs> like the only MVPs. thing I'm concerned is that Tatum and Jalen Brown. Might both play the same position. Yeah, but I think with Tatum that he can play three or four. Mm-hmm. And I think Jalen Brown can play two, three, or four. You think so? I don't okay. think Jalen Brown's a good enough shooter to necessarily play the two full time. Mm-hmm. But he's a good enough defender where he can guard bigger guys and quick guys. So yeah. but that's why you I, have... I really like Jalen Brown. He came out at the end of the last year. Yeah, he he had a couple, you know, boneheaded plays, but yeah. he's 19 years old. Exactly. Yeah, you got to grow into you got to grow into the athlete you're going to be. And this this is going to be a scary team um, the next couple of years. This um, is deep. The fact that Danny Ainge was able to like finesse all those draft picks, out <laughs> yeah, the it was and crazy. get two top three picks. Oh my god! One of them. Well, actually, out. number the number one pick because they traded it to yeah, the, the Sixers. Exactly. So one of them wound up being. We got to talk about the Sixers a little bit. Do you want to talk about the Sixers? Yeah, we could do. We could do that. Are yeah. we done with the Celtics? No, not yet. Though. All right, not yet. Continue. I kind of want to bash. I don't want to bash the Nets, but we got a one of those picks wound up being Damian Lillard. Because <laughs> the Nets yeah. didn't get it. Yeah, one of them wound up being Damian Lillard. You missed. Well, that out. was that was from. Uh, that was from the Darren Williams trade. Darren, okay, yeah, yeah. So that turned into Damian Lillard. Who's that a good turned into Damian Lillard. Then the the, the Paul Pierce and KG trade yeah. turned into Jalen Brown and technically Markel yeah, Fultz. Yeah, and Markel Fultz and uh, so imagine imagine and then um, it set up and then it set up the president for J, uh, J, Jason Tatum. Yeah, <laughs> so imagine imagine the Nets with Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. <laughs> Jalen Brown, Brown and uh, Markel Fultz. Yes. I don't know. I mean, you can't necessarily play those guys together. But, but, at least if, but those, three, are, those are guys three, who can play in the NBA. Two to three, you'll be okay with. Like, um, let, let's just think about some guys that uh, the Nets were throwing out last year. Can you name any of them? Um, Justin Hamilton. Justin, uh, what's the Rondé Hollis Jefferson? Yeah. Jeremy Lin for like three games. Yeah, he didn't play much. <laughs> Jeremy Lin. Who else? Uh, What's that kid from Brooklyn? Isaiah Whitehead. Isaiah Whitehead, yeah. I, I don't want to trash those players, but those are guys that you know they, you wouldn't think would be playing exactly. like significant minutes yeah, right but, at this point. Yeah, but the Nets, man, you got finessed out a lot, man. They did yeah. make a nice move this offseason. Well, not even. Let's talk about that. In a, yeah, we'll in a talk minute. about. We we'll get to them in a little bit. But I just had to. I just had to. I feel depressed for you guys, man. Being a New Yorker, uh, being born in Brooklyn. Yeah. So, but yeah, the the Celtics did their thing, man. I'm proud of proud of Danny Ainge. He need to get like executive. He's a great GM. He need to get like executive MVP <laughs> or something like. I'm pretty sure he's going to stock market too, bro. Because he like when everybody's like, yo, the Celtics need to make a move. They need to make a move. This he's like sitting yeah, he on. His, the, he finally made like, moves. He's like sitting on his chips. Like I got I got something on my sleeve. Y'all don't even know what's about to go on. Poker face and all, and then just, just and honestly, I'm like all in, I'm all in. the way he made that move, like people thought he was going to trade for Paul George or Jimmy Butler. Yeah, well, why do that when you can just sign Gordon Hayward? Yeah, exactly, and you got that connect not, Maybe not quite as good, but he, but, but he's going to him for nothing. Him. Yeah, you get him for nothing. You get to keep all your assets. You're not the only thing they got rid of was uh, Avery Bradley. Avery that's Bradley, that's yeah. their only big loss. Oh. 
Technically, yeah, they also lost Kelly Olnick, but whatever. But you replace him with, with uh, Marcus, Marcus Morris. Morris, yeah. yeah. Like, you know? So, where yeah, do, I mean, where Celtics do you go? make good moves. Uh, Bradley? Olenek. Olenek, I, I think he might be unsigned. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, uh, he went to the Heat. He went to the Heat. He went to the Heat. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's going to yeah. um, All right, so then let's get into the Sixers a little bit. Yeah, Sixers. So the Sixers didn't make any huge signings. They did sign J.J. Redick. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a good signing. He's a yeah. good player. They got a shooter now. Um, Stretch the floor. They added Markel Fultz, who I think is going to be the best player in the draft. I, think I like so. him a little bit better than Lonzo. He has a lot of intangibles. That kid wingspan is crazy, and his hands mm. are huge. Bro. And I don't think the injury thing is going to be a big deal. Not like, really. He didn't. It wasn't a major injury. Yeah, not really. He can shoot. He can score. Yeah. Um, he just got to get a little. Place. He just got to get a little quicker. He's a, he's a little slow right now. But I, that, I don't know. I think he's pretty athletic. You think so? Yeah. Mm. He's maybe not quite as athletic is like a, a Russell Westbrook or like a, a quick point guard like that yeah. but he's really smooth though mm-hmm. um, same with Lonzo Ball he's not you know he's not going to necessarily blow the the doors off you like yeah. Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. I mean but both of both those guys are really smooth and can score yeah definitely um, so they so they added Redick and Fultz mm-hmm. and this year they have Ben Simmons coming back ben Simmons off coming of injury back. so they might ease him into it but look at this lineup but okay. think about if, if they can get Fifty uh, percent healthy season from Embiid, mm-hmm. and say a seventy-five percent healthy season from, from ben, Simmons. ben Simmons. Yeah, and, and they, have, they have Dario Saric. Dario Saric is going to get better, I would assume, because oh he was God. he was he was pretty good last year. Um, He's like a, a solid like six nine, six ten, but like making moves. Like, oh yeah. Do you, do you think this is a team that could challenge for a playoff spot this yeah, year? Yeah, definitely, definitely. They just have to up their bench a little bit. They got a lot of. I don't even know these. I'm not even going to pretend I know anybody yeah. on the roster because I don't. But other the than players the guys that, you mentioned, yeah, yeah. But the players that I see on the bench, they're like long and athletic, and they have. You know, Robert Covington's yeah good play. Yeah, Robert Covington's good. He's one of those long, athletic three point shooters. Get to the hoop, good, solid six seven, good wingspan. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> I don't like really know I'm thinking else. the process is finally paying off. It definitely is. Definitely is. But yeah. I, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs this year. They're going to be close though. Look at this lineup though. I was watching a uh, NBA 2K is like my reference for all like yeah. intangibles Absolutely. like height, speed, overall, and stuff like that. Markel Fultz, I think he's like a side like six six, six seven, or something like that. At your point, yeah, he's like, like six five, six six. You got Ben Simmons probably like pushing six eight. No, he's like six ten. He's like yeah. Oh really? He's, okay. he's that big. Yeah, he's pushing six ten. Dario Sarek right around six ten, yep. Joe Embiid and probably Seven got JJ Reddick. He's like six three. <laughs> yeah. That's just starting lineup. But look how big yeah, that lineup yeah. is. Look that, how that's big gonna that be a good. That's huge. That's gonna be a good two way team, I think. Oh my god. Um, I would think they're gonna be around thirty five to forty two wins. Yeah, definitely. And I think they're gonna push in that. And that in the that in the East. That, that can get, get you. That can get you like the, that can get you like third down plan. <laughs> that can get you like the seven to eight seed. Yeah. I mean, in but, the East, uh, sometimes that does. Yeah, that yeah. stuff does kind of happen. Know? Yeah. So you never know how it plays out, but they, ca- they kind of remind me of the Bucks from a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. But they just you know, got a good young yeah, team. They got to progress, also. Yeah. They got to progress more than the Bucks did. You know. I think the Bucks will make the playoffs again this year. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, right. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to you guys, man. Sixers on the rise. Sixers. Trust the process. Um, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, well, let's leave Cleveland for last. Yeah. yeah just because right. we got some stuff we can talk about Cleveland. Yeah, let's definitely. go to the Lakers because we the just Lakers. talked about Fultz. We got to talk about Lonzo Ball. Yeah. So the Lakers did a really surprising move to me. They traded away D'Angelo Russell, Russell. Yeah, to the Nets. For Brooke and actually Timothy Mozgov Tim- as well. Timothy. 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 There you go. Tim Mozgov. <laughs> Timmy Moz. Timmy Moz. Um, they traded him for uh, Brooke Lopez. And I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. So they traded D'Angelo Russell and... Uh, Mozgov to the I think they Nets. got a pick out of it too. Yeah, they got some sort I, they of. They definitely had to. Yeah. Um, for Brook Lopez, but I think for I, the, I hate Brook Lopez, but it kind of fits. He yeah. can score twenty he, points, yeah, you know, and but he's he really just want so, Ball and Russell together. I I think that'd be cool. 
but you know it might not work and yeah, plus yeah. plus um Russell had been a little bit of a distraction based on his rookie year. I don't think the team really liked him. Yeah. This is a good opportunity for for um for Russell to, yeah, to do have a thing fresh and start and just and he, just forget about Blake Bro, I'm pretty sure he's gonna come out and because he really has nobody who else is on the team with him? Mozgov. Mozgov plays the backseat, does his yeah. job. He's really gonna have the, the reins at point yeah. guard for the Nets and he's gonna do his thing. But Russell is he's good, man. That kid is good. And I, you, I feel kind of bad for him because he went from a, a good situation uh, to like a, a better situation to like one of the worst. Exactly. So I mean, but you're mentored by Kobe, so what? I said he was mentored by Kobe. Oh so, yeah. You know, like I'm pretty sure. Like Kobe I, put I mean, that I thought last year he was going to take a huge step. Exactly. It didn't happen. But I, it probably, this year might be the year, though. Yeah, but because also you got to think you got a new coach figuring out a new system, and you got good play, decent players around you, Randall. Mm. A couple other, yeah, Ian Clark. I guess uh, Clark, Randall's right? gotten a lot better shape this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. But like, and Lonzo Ball's gonna be exciting. Yeah, exactly. But you'll see how it plays out. But I'm putting more of my chips on D'Angelo Russell having a better season than, than Ball. Lonzo Ball this year. I'll say that. Just I because th- I just, think just because of the mentee, you know. I sort of think that D'Angelo Russell is more of a scoring point guard. Yeah. Lonzo Ball is more of a playmaker. Yeah. And for Luke Walton's offense. I think he would. He might favor more of a playmaker than a scorer like Russell. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if Russell necessarily makes other players around him better. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a good player individually. Yeah. I just don't know if he makes other players better. Okay. Lonzo Ball definitely does. Okay. So I, I think that was their reasoning behind that, and I think that's why Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, definitely. Like he probably sees a lot of himself in Lonzo Ball in a yeah. way because they're taller point guards, mm-hmm. playmakers. Yeah. Let's see how is this the new out. Showtime? Who knows? Is it the new Showtime? They Hopefully. got they got. Contagious. I'd like to see the Lakers be good again. Yeah, I hope so. I want I want to also plus Maggie Johnson. That's our that's our birthday brother. You're right. Yeah, yeah it was Maggie Johnson's birthday. Uh, 58th birthday. Yeah, day. Holly Berry's our birthday sister too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some we got some solid birthdays. Yeah, that for real. But um, um, who else? Yeah, but they got Catavius Cole Pope also. Oh so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, KCP. He, yeah, came over. from... That was uh, a surprising yeah. move, I thought, because. But that's he's a solid two guard though. Probably. He's young still too. He yeah. can score. He can defend. He gets it up, man. But I think he just had to play. It was a, it was too much. It was too much traffic in the guard lineup and in the, with, the with the when they they yeah. added Avery Bradley yeah, to this Stanley year. Johnson and all that. So yeah, it was it was. I wonder if Stanley time. Johnson's going to make a step up. He had eighty something. He had seven. He had seventy in a um. Assembly game. 70? Yeah. What? 70. No way. I swear to God, bro. We no way. I'm going to show you after the game. 70. You better. I'm about to. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do yeah. not believe that. Yo, he had it. I seen it. <laughs> I do not believe that. <laughs> Trust me. No way. Bro, the, the, the kid won four state championships in high school, bro. Stanley Johnson? Yes. He's good. He was like top 10 in the nation and prospects coming out of high school. Hmm. He's good. He that just sounds like, pretty suspect to me. Yeah. We'll put the link in the description. That's it. If it's true. But it's not true. <laughs> It is true. I kind of just doesn't believe it. I'm more in tune with the culture than you are, bro. I guess so. Um, all right, so we were talking. We kind of talked about Avery Bradley. That was yeah, a, man, that was that, a good move for the business. Yeah, um, it was definitely. You get a lockdown. You get a kind of a Joe Dumars player kind of a day. Yeah, I see yeah, it. definitely. Um, yeah. Joe Dumars. Uh, He's a GM. Think, He's not, a, no, not anymore. He's not. It's a. Uh, it's Stan Van Gundy now. Oh yeah, Dumars yeah. got fired a long time ago. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, he, he comes from. Yeah, Avery Bradley. But comes I, from I the see. Same I like that. I like that comparison. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah. He get so a lockdown defender. He could hit a shot, score a little bit, but mostly his. A little forte. bit clutch too. He had a he had a game winner. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. We talked about Radek. We uh the Warriors. So the Warriors won the championship. You know, um, no, no they reason. resigned everybody. Yeah, Steph Curry is going to be the highest paid player for the season at least. But they made a move that's going to seal the deal for them you in know. terms of winning the next fifteen to twenty championships. Yeah, definitely. 
And they so added. They added swag points too. Definitely. Oh, a lot of swag. A points. lot of swag points. They added Nick Swaggy P Young. Oh my God! This, I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this one. We got clapped up. One time for Swaggy one P. One time for Swaggy P, man. Swaggy P is about to get a championship. Yeah, definitely, I'm proud of my. He's son, doing man. it for the culture. I'm, doing I'm glad. It for the culture, man. So glad for Swaggy. His way too. Swaggy P got to be like one of the most entertaining. Like he's yeah. probably like you know how basketball is like the entertaining aspect. He like embodies it. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm pretty. <laughs> like he P. comes from the same mold as J.R. Smith. Yeah. Here we go. Our J.R. Smith reference of the day. Come on, man. Guys. Always got to get it in once. Always, always. But yeah. How long did that take us to do that? How long? Mm. Uh, 35 minutes 35? before we talked about yeah. J.R. Smith. That's pretty good. That's solid. Yeah, that's, that's solid. That's we, got, we, got of, we got a lot of info in before then, but Swaggy P, man, I'm happy for you. This is going to this is gonna benefit him a lot. He's going to pay. He's gonna play 10 minutes a game, and he's going to score 10 points in those 10 minutes. <laughs> you feel me? No, no, no. I, I think he could, like, 15 the way, the way he game. shoots, the way he shoots, he gets 10, play 10 minutes, probably get, like, a, a solid 15. A five solid fifteen points. The way the, the way the Warriors. Just think up, about it. They're not going to be worried about Swaggy P. They're <laughs> they, going to be like, oh, leave him in the corner. He's going to shoot a fadeaway. Wide open. You worried about Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, yeah. KD, Draymond? Okay, yeah. Like that's that flows. Swaggy P is about to have a career off the bench playing <laughs> fifteen minutes bench. a game. He might get six men a year, bro. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you might be right, man. You might be right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, man. Swaggy P. Should we have a segment where we just talk about Swaggy P? Definitely. The Swaggy, yeah. Swaggy, Swaggy P. Smith? Swaggy P. The Swaggy <laughs> P report and the J.R. Smith report. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's stop talking about Swaggy the P. The Henny Hour. All right, the Bulls, they added Zach Levine. Uh, and, uh, I'm dead inside. Coming off his, coming off his uh, ACL injury and Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn, who had a really bad year. I like yeah. Chris Dunn, but, but he had a, a bad rookie. year. Now he's going to have the... That's his team now. He's the only point guard. He's the... D-Rose is gone. It's yeah, no, they might they might like uh what's his name Grant I don't know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this team is gonna be so bad they're gonna yeah. be one of the worst five teams in the league I think, oh D Wade's still there too right oh my yeah God. damn D Wade can't be the best player on the team yeah. though, at this point they need to just trade him you know like for real some, yeah trade him back to the Heat yeah something uh, but yeah that's enough for the Bulls good luck yeah <laughs> good, yeah good they're luck. not doing see ya. But uh, then, then are like our last big move. I guess we're gonna talk about that. At least that we can remember. This is, this is, and this is a substantial, this real, a move. beneficial move to a solid team that could put them over the edge. They, that's just like add pieces, you know. And we're not talking about Luke Babbitt again, people. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, like, it's no. it's Rudy Gay to the Spurs. And this uh, is a, when I heard this move, I was like, it made sense to me. Yeah, you know, it made because they. So it's it, only they, the second time Rudy Gay's been on a good team. Mm-hmm. And he's on a really good team. A really good team, and he get the, and he's gonna be able to do his thing. It's not. I don't feel he's gonna. He's gonna have to compromise his talents. Yeah, he's not gonna have to compromise his talents. He's not gonna be have to. He's gonna play the three or the four, stretch the floor, do his thing, mm. back up Kawhi, step in for big moments, and and Rudy Gay is still Rudy Gay. You can't take he's nothing good, away from yeah. him. You can't take nothing away from him. He's I think the problem was is that in Sacramento and in Memphis to a degree, they needed him to be great. Yeah. And he just was never that type of player. He was in we Memphis, the Raptors too. He was yeah. good with that's the that's Memphis, where he was, he was Memphis. He was he was he had good he players around him. He was yeah. He was great. So if if he can you know play like he did in Memphis, which he necessarily hasn't really done in the last couple of years, no, he but doesn't necessarily. It, have he's going to have an opportunity to, to be that type of player again. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think I think he could be 15 points a game player and you know play hard. And this is a good and this is a and this is a good athletic. This is this is a turnaround team for the Spurs, you know. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not that. Last year was too, but this year they're really. This is not that walk the ball up team, throw it into the post. This is the more get after it. You what's that dude name with the um LeBron fade that played in the D League? Simmons, Jonathan. Sim- no, that's Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons. It's, yeah, I they think got he, a more he, gritty. He got traded or he got uh, signed by the Magic. Oh my god. Yeah. 
his money. Like yeah. Those things, yeah. I mean, yeah. But they'll, he, they'll find he, another player like yeah. that. They they find him. But they but he embodied what the the Spurs the, the Spurs manifested into last year. Yeah. You know, so because they got that the uh, Murray the point guard he's tough but he's not like Tony Parker. Or he's gonna any play a little bit more this year, I bet. You know, so he's definitely. Do you think play. this is the year that Tony Parker? Loses his starting job yeah. to Patty Mills. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not I joking. I think he's gonna lose. His Patty trip. Mills is good. And Patty Mills is good, but I, Patty Mills does his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Tony Parker uh, banged up his knee, Patty Mills came. Patty in Mills, his, yeah, yeah, he did, he did his, his thing. thing. Yeah, he yeah. did do his thing. But I think Patty Mills, he has the heart and he understands his role, so he's gonna come off the bench. I think Deontay. He's Mary, good off the bench. That's the thing. I think um, Deontay Murray's gonna fill that George Hill role. Okay, yeah. George Hill, that's been a while since he's been on the Spurs. Yeah, you know, but, but you see how But, he, like, George Hill was good enough on the Spurs that they were considering, you know, yeah. keeping him over Tony Parker. Exactly. You know, so, and I feel that Deontay Murray, just the way he... I, he Tony Parker's definitely lost his step, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, he's gone. He's at the tail end of his career, but the, the Spurs, the Spurs are the Spurs, and they're the new Spurs, and... You know, I said all last year that the Spurs were going to be the only team that could beat the Warriors last year. And I wasn't, the, I wasn't really right. You but, were kind of right, but... Like it was just like players just dropping like flies on yeah. the team. Like, they were, they got Zaza, Zaza set up uh, Kawhi. Yeah, I, well, then, if you don't have Kawhi, then like you know, like yeah. you don't have Tony Parker. Tony Parker fell, fell off. They had what Manu, Tim Duncan was gone. Yeah, Marcus Aldridge was like somebody paid him to like play like. Yeah, he played off on the playoffs. <laughs> play off on the playoffs, you know. So I guess they had a mob hit out on his family. Or That's something the only like that. thing. Like they're they're a little bit older. That's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. But with adding Rudy Gay and. Hopefully, guys like Murray and maybe Kyle Anderson take a yeah. step up too. Yeah, definitely. Um, he he kind of reminds me of Boris Diaw. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, not as fat, but yeah, <laughs> he, he could add some weight. You know? Yeah, definitely. He did his thing, but we see how he's been working. He's been working out with LeBron James, Kyle oh. Anderson. Oh, really? That's what you told me, man. Oh no, they they yeah they play. Well, T works out. Kyle Anderson works out with Carmelo Anthony's trainer and. Uh, in New York City, but because he's from New Jersey, Patterson, New Jersey, okay. so it's right across the bridge. But uh, yeah, they recently they all play pickup. Did you basketball. play against him in high school at any point? Uh, no, nah, I watched him in a basketball. T- <laughs> I watched him in a basketball tournament by my house called ISA, and he used to kill. Really? They used to call him slow motion. Yeah, I seen a lot I of these, about that. Yeah, I seen a lot of these players before they in the NBA. Deion Waiters play. Uh, Deion Kyle, Waiters balled out last year. Yeah, Deion Waiters did his thing. We should have a Deion Waiters, I think, because yeah. he he could be the next JR if if he drank a little bit more honey. Yeah, a little more honey? Well, I don't think yeah. he needs it though. He just he just does his thing. He's from Philly too, so mm. yeah. He says John a lot. Yeah, John and Young Bull. Yeah, but Probably. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but um, yeah. Let's get into this uh this training segment. We had uh, so it's basically what I wanted to speak about. I seen uh, I seen a lot of traffic on my uh, my Instagram feed about LeBron, mm. KD, and Carmelo playing pickup ball. Hoodie mellow. Yeah, hoodie mellow. Hoodie he was season. wearing a hoodie. Yeah, he's wearing a hoodie with no sleeves, at all. Like now, cut, do you think we should add that to the, the dress code? That, I think so. so. You can do that. Nike, Nike, Nike might uh. You're Nike, right. Nike yeah, might do that. Nike might do it, and he's a Jordan brand player, so I guess he mm. might. I guess he might get his way now. But you might be right. Yeah, but and he's the, already been wearing the short sleeve thing. So I mean, the next step is the hoodie. The hoodie, yeah. And but, if he does that, maybe he can score thirty a game this year and, and lead the Knicks back to the promised land. <laughs> back to the promised land with the help of one the player. The seed. <laughs> the promised land, which is the AC. But yeah, uh, <laughs> there's this NBA, this NBA trainer who uh, trains Melo all season. Uh, his name is Chris 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 Pfeiffer. I'm, I thought it was Brinkley or something. Oh, Chris Brinkley. I'm sorry. Chris Pfeiffer is another another trainer far on uh, Instagram. Yeah, Chris Brinkley, and uh, he trained. He's a he's Melo's uh, trainer, and he's basically been uh, helping Melo get back to help the Knicks get to the promised land, I guess. But mm-hmm. he holds. He works out a, a lot. A lot. Well, many other NBA players. Uh, C.J. McCollum. 
Uh, he got a high school player that's going to Minnesota right now named Isaiah Washington and uh, a lot of other people, Enos Kenner, Lance, uh, not Lance Stevenson, Lance Thomas that plays for the Knicks now. So he has a good uh, resume of working out a lot of established NBA players. Yeah. They're not great. A lot of them aren't great, but they have, he works yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, at least he's working out like Melo and guys Yeah, like so... At the end of these workouts, apparently this dude holds like elite level, like elite level pickup games. It looked like, pretty intense. That you could like sell tickets to to go watch, you know. <laughs> so, so this past couple, this past uh, probably two days ago, he had mellow caught. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like uh, me and my is fidget spinning over. <laughs> fidget. I thought, it's, it calms me down. But like, uh, <laughs> so you had Carmelo, the number one player in a uh, in high school player in the nation that just signed with Duke. Or I'm pretty sure that's the kid. Or it's another one that's going to Kentucky. Hamadou mm-hmm. Diallo, this kid that just that's at Kentucky right now, and a whole bunch of other plethora NBA players in this pickup game. And now I was watching on uh, on Instagram. That had to be like that. It looked like a it looked like a Rucker Paul game <laughs> the way they were playing, but just like with NBA All Stars. And that was in New York. Right? And that was in New York City. I forget what the the gym is called. Life Scott Lifetime uh, Fitness or Life Scott Fitness. And it's in Midtown Manhattan, but. That gym is like it's probably like the five star hotel you know, gyms in there. See a pickup game like that would be pretty sick because you yeah. know I watch people play pickup. And you know I play pickup in Hamburg, right? Yeah. yeah, and and I know like the competition is not that great most yeah. of the time. Most of these people are you know pulling up for threes. I, I wasn't playing well yesterday myself, yeah. but yeah. what are you gonna do? Um, to see a, a actual NBA level t- talent playing pickup would would be pretty cool because you know um, even like guys like Javale McGee. I saw him playing pickup recently. I saw a video of that. Mm-hmm. He was balling like he was. He was pulling up for threes yeah, and making them. Yeah, like all those guys can really play basketball. So yeah, to see that would be really cool. Yeah, definitely. And that, and and this kid, he this trainer, he he does his thing. He's considered by US Today one of the top NBA workout uh, workout guys. So hmm. his resume is good. His resume is good, man. But that was just that was just something I. I thought it was interesting because I never thought I'd see Carmelo KD and Carmelo and Carmelo and KD. They're both from Maryland. Mm-hmm. They both grew up out there, so I expect them to play that. I seen them on the court together before, but LeBron that surprised me because LeBron yeah. doesn't play pick a ball like ever. I think yeah. this summer, like he's been all about it. Yeah, and definitely. This is worrying yeah. into the Cavs. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, LeBron's the, been really motivated. The soap opera. The and soap opera, there's a lot of drama in, with the Cavs. Yeah. So. Apparently, Kyrie Irving, people already know about this. This happened a couple weeks ago. Kyrie Irving apparently asked for a trade. Yeah. He wanted to go to the Spurs, the Heat. Knicks. The Knicks. Uh, and he, he said he really wanted to go to the Nets the because he wants to <laughs> really be the number one player. Definitely. He didn't say that. Um, yeah. But he did say the other three teams. I, I think there was another, one other team. I don't remember. Oh, the Timberwolves. Was Tim- it the Suns? Or, no, yeah. the Wolves. The Wolves. The Wolves, yeah. Um, yeah, I think been, it was the Suns, too. Yeah, I think it was. There's been a lot of drama about that. Um and I think he's going to get traded. Yeah, I eventually. Hope I, I hope don't know it's, if it's going to be this year, but I hope it's before the season. But because why would you want to? If he doesn't, I think he's going to sit out training camp. He's going to protest, and I think yeah, I think it's going to get ugly. But and think about it: if he's not motivated to be there, yeah, he's not going to be motivated to help them win a championship. Exactly. Like. Yeah. So it's going to be a bad situation to walk into training camp in. Like it's not beneficial on both sides. I think you just need to. Cut your losses and just trade them to a team, even though you're not going to get any. I think since it's taking this long, dragging out, the prices are like it's 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 got to be a high price. Yeah, it's a great a high price. Yeah, it is going to be a high price, but it's not going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. It's you not going to be, be a three team trade if they do it. I think I definitely think it's going to be a three team trade. I personally think he's going to find his way to the Knicks some way because it makes the most sense. I know they just drafted a point guard from France that they said is the next Tony Parker or whatever. Okay, so yeah, they could they could give him. Yeah, they could use him as a bargaining chip, but uh, yeah, but I think. That could be this three team trade could be Carmelo's way out of New York, you know? 
So I think that would probably make the most sense ba- on paper. Yeah. To, for that to happen. Yeah. Um, you just got to find a team. So obviously, would, it'll would be Kyrie the on the Knicks. Yeah, definitely. Do anything? Yes. I, I don't know. So you got you'd Ky- to, you'd have, I think you'd have to give up Melo to do it. Yeah, but that's the that's the point though. That's what I'm. That's that's the point. I'm All right, making. so you got you got Kyrie. You got, I got Tim Kyrie, Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, whoever at the three. Uh, Porzingis, and, and you still got Joe Kim. You still have Joe Kim, but it's not. To me, that, it, that team is going to be. It's not same substantial, thing. It's, but it's a fringe playoff team. Yeah, it is a fringe playoff team, but give it two years. People are going to come. People are going to come to the Knicks to play with the uh, with Kyrie and uh, Kyrie and Porzingis just because of the maybe. Maybe, maybe. I it's still a circus around that team. They're so dysfunctional. The owner sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, they. That's why it was weird to me gone. that he said that's true. But Phil Jackson's gone. The owner is still there. Yeah, that's. I, I think people put a lot, a lot of blame on Phil Jackson, rightfully so. But at the end of the day, the owner is the guy who's most dysfunctional. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's an idiot. He missed the the NBA draft. Because he has a band that he plays in, and his band had a concert, so he missed the NBA draft. That's your owner. Like what? Come on, are you a millionaire? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a team out there that I like to see Kyrie Irving go to. I like to see him go to the San Antonio Spurs. Mm. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it based on who they have, but I think you could you know you could throw in Murray, you could throw in Aldridge. Mm -hmm. you could throw in Kyle Anderson, you could throw in some picks. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Depleting your team though. Yeah, but to add so that all right, so then you'd have Kyrie Irving, Kawhi, Rudy Gay, mm. Michelle Manu. Yeah, it's still a good team. Um, yeah. I sort of like to see that. Um, the Wolves would be cool too. I, I don't think they're going to do it though at this point because mm. I don't know who they'd give up to. Yeah, definitely. Know? And that You're team, not give that up te- Towns or Wiggins. Yeah, that team is already set. Also, yeah. yeah so it's like, and I'll see. Um, and I'll see the the cat. You see, they they traded. Yeah, they forced Andrew Wiggins out. To get LeBron, but I don't see them trading him back. Just oh yeah, on some Tim, yeah, some Tim the, Hardaway. They wouldn't trade him anyway. I don't yeah. think. Um, another another team that I think is a dark horse would be the Suns. Yeah, because they have the pieces to trade. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Bender that they drafted last year. Mark Marquise Chris. Um, yeah. Could they get this year? Josh Jackson. Yeah. You could you could trade one or two of those guys and yeah. get Kyrie. I think exactly. Yeah, and um, I don't think the the Cavs would be really all about that. Yeah. They'd probably want a more proven player like a Devin Booker, who's mm-hmm. someone that they're not gonna yeah. trade. No, definitely not. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. gonna be interesting with Kyrie. Yeah, um, definitely. I want to see how. I put, but when I, do you think I, he's gonna get traded? I think it has to be sometime before after two K comes out. Now I'm playing. <laughs> but no, yeah, he's on the cover with the Cavs <laughs> jersey. Yeah, but it has to be. It has to be sometime before training camp. Um, it definitely has to be some time before training camp. You can't drag it out too long because I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to take longer. Think so? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to be because it's going to be an awkward situation all year. Mm. It's going to it's going to be a huge distraction. I yeah. think. Um, I think the timing of it was weird because mm-hmm. it was right after they had lost the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know when the right time would be for Kyrie Irving to say like, hey, I don't want to play with LeBron anymore. Yeah. But the fact that the Cavs let that leak, yeah. that he didn't want to play with LeBron anymore, yeah. is really bad for them. It's a yeah. bad look. Um, and I think it goes back to, once again, they have an owner who's been dysfunctional. Dan Gilbert, like, mm-hmm. he's had a rocky relationship with LeBron in the past, yeah. and I wouldn't be surprised if he has a rocky relationship with Kyrie, because yeah, Kyrie exactly. doesn't want to be there at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. So, you got to figure it out, man. you got to figure it out. And the bro. Cavs, I feel like, are in a situation where they've kind of plateaued. Um, the Cavs, yeah. Because I don't really see... They didn't seem, as a team, they weren't there in the finals. In the finals at all. LeBron was there. At Kyrie all. was there. Yeah. But everybody else 
the, all the role players that that I thought were going to make a a huge a couple, contribution. Yeah, yeah. like Kyle uh, Korver, guys like that. Like, but they I feel like LeBron up. gets in, in into a lot of these these players' heads. That's that's probably what it is, also, because there's no way that Jr. Jr. comes from the Knicks. The Jr. We know baseline windmill dunks. Yeah, putting it up, doing his thing like. All of a sudden, comes to the Cavs. Iman also. Iman was doing his thing in the Knicks. Like they both were doing his thing. He was, he was with pretty the good Knicks. in the Knicks, yeah. But they come to another team with a uh, a super mellow, mellow and Carmelo superstar status and and outlook. They're not mellow. More same, laid back. Yeah. yeah, more laid back. He's not. LeBron's a little bit more of a leader. He's more of a get in your face kind of thing. Talk mm-hmm. at you. You know, Melo's like, yo, we could do this. He's like your brother. He's alongside you doing yeah. his thing. They don't have the same personality. Yeah, the personality's not the same. So I feel like. Everybody's LeBron here. Everybody's under LeBron. What Melo is, Melo Melo knows he's here, but he, he's going to keep you here too. So everybody mm-hmm. can play the same, you know. So that's why I feel. That's where I feel. Kyrie says he doesn't feel. He rubs, he wants, the, wrong yeah, way he rubs in the wrong way, you know. So because Kyrie started in the league and that was his team, like right exactly, off the bat, yeah, because he had no one around him. And he was doing. He was. He was. He was the guy. He, he, was, he, he was good. He his was, team wasn't good, but he was good. Exactly. He's building um, up. He was building up his momentum to to take over that team, basically. And then I he, would imagine that. Lebr- LeBron being like that all the time. After a couple of years, like I can see why Kyrie might not yeah, like that. Yeah, be in that situation. Exactly. Nobody wants to be. He there. wants to make his own way. Exactly. And you know he's won a championship. So exactly. And he carried a team while LeBron was on the team. Also at that moment. So. Yeah, like he's made he's made big plays. He can be a number one player. Exactly. So I, me personally, I don't have a problem with him saying that. Uh, Charles Barkley and all these people want to say he's stupid because it's all about winning. Charles Barkley, you don't have you don't ring. have a, you don't have a ring, ring yet. yet. He has a ring. You know, so he's won. You know, so he doesn't have. He doesn't need. He he doesn't need any more validation, and he's at the table. You know, yeah. he's at the table. So I mean, he's either way. Anywhere he goes, he's gonna make twenty million a year. Exactly, at least twenty million a year. Yeah. So he's gonna. You know, he's he's not gonna go to a bad team. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, so you just have to see how it plays out. But yeah, Kyrie, we want you to come to the next man. Kyrie, we. Sort of want you on the Spurs or the Heat yeah. as well, or the Timberwolves. But I don't think you think uh, Deion Waiters and him uh, they joke. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You think so? I think I don't think I don't think Deion Waiters got enough of a chance with Cleveland. I think he's yeah. a good player. I, yo, but Deion Waiters and when he was with, when I thought that was going to be a good fit. Like yeah. I think LeBron kind of forced Deion Waiters out. Was no, I think Deion Waiters didn't he get traded before LeBron? No, nah, he got he was there when LeBron was uh, Deion Waiters got traded like. A quarter through the season. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe right. Yeah. Was that a three-team trade? I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. But I don't know. But, they, but uh, he was out of there like ASAP. I was like, but that was a bad move. Deion Waiters was killing the year before LeBron even came there. You know, like I wouldn't say he was killing it, but like he was, he was averaging fifteen a game. He wasn't efficient, but like he's he can score. That was like his second, but that was only like his second or third year, probably. Yeah, you know? and so, uh, you know he didn't play that well with the Thunder, but yeah, I think that was more of a situational thing. Yeah, when he was with the Heat last year, he did his thing. Yeah. yeah. So. He had the opportunity to be like the the guy, and yeah. mm-hmm. he, you know, actually played pretty well. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. All right, what else we got? So I think that's all of our basketball stuff, right? Yeah. So now we now we switching modes, man. We switching to the culture, we some music culture. stuff. So culture. since we've last on our podcast, there's been a guy who dropped an album. His name is Jay Z. If you probably heard about him. Young Hove. Project, young Hove, yeah. Uh, he's not young. He maybe he's old Hove, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's young Hove, yeah. I and don't this know. album, this album four four four. Four four four. It makes him makes you makes you feel more like 
you it makes you feel Jay Z's age, basically. <laughs> like he, he he took you there. He, took yeah, he me gives there. you some wisdom. Some wisdom, you know. Some, it's a return to form for Jay Z. Yeah, some old some old hope wisdom. So I, I really I me personally, Jay Z is like my favorite artist of all, all time. time. Like all time. Like my sister, I could that's a every Jay Z album I could probably like rap every song like mm. bar for bar. Like it's like my beach sister, is better. Beach is beach is better. I brought sand to the beach because my beach is better. You could teach. Okay, yeah, I believe it. I'm nice, bro. Give me, give me something from um, Volume One. Volume One. Uh, wh- which one? What was the color cover on that one? Uh, volume One is the when he's in the front with his bandana on the dynasty like this. Oof. I don't remember any of the songs off that Ooh. one. I'm sorry. What about the um, Volume Two? Lifetimes of Sean Carter. Which one is that? That's, yeah, that uh, one's the one with Big Hard Pimpin. Knock Life, right? Hard Knock Life, Big Pimpin. No, I thought Big Pimpin was on. Big Pimpin? That no, wasn't on Volume One. Either way, I don't know. Either way, I'm a Jay Z fan. All right, I believe it. I'll <laughs> take Jay-Z the word for it. Yeah, but. One of but my yeah. favorite Jay Z songs of all time. You don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Jay Z got a Luke catalog, man. man. But yeah, but yeah. What do you think of Magna Carta, Holy Grail? Though? I thought that was trash. Magna Carta. <laughs> I thought that was trash, man. Jay Z's had some bad verses. Magna Carta, but that was more like that was more like the prelude to. I think it was a money grab by Jay. Yeah, it was. But it was what about more... Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come, that was trap. I didn't like Kingdom Come. Okay. That, that... Uh, all right. I give because like... the Black Album was so so good. Yeah, like the Black then... Album was like. But that's when best he, retirement album ever. Exactly, but that was where like he was trying to transition into like the four 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 mode. I think like mm. those are like leads up lead ups to four 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 because he's talking like a lot of stuff he's talking in four four four. It was like little like dashes of salt and Magna Carta, Kingdom Come. I think that for this album, Jay Z was more inspired. Yeah, he wasn't just rapping for the sake of rapping. Like yeah. he's rapping for like a, more of, of course, a reason. Again. Yeah, and I think that cause was to just wake people up because we see the state of society and like everything around us you know so i guess he was trying to give the black youth some game as well as everybody else culturally you know that's in that's engulfed in the culture that he's engulfed in but and he, also um he wanted to respond to beyonce's lemonade where he got called out yeah definitely you know you so can, that was that was another cool part you know, of instead, that of, well. instead of having domestic violence just have a domestic rap beef like you know that yeah. <laughs> that, that makes not ooh, yo facts ooh, yo facts ooh, okay. there you go <laughs> so you and your girl instead of fist fight just make a just dis- make a diss track a- <laughs> come on now <laughs> you feel me put on your mixtape exactly that's what you gotta do <laughs> but definitely man definitely but 444 was I, I loved it I love it man he got a he you, got think, a- you think he's scared of OJ now that OJ's gonna be free yo I seen that right <laughs> I seen that. he was saying some bad oh, stuff okay. about OJ okay well, no. I'm not black I'm OJ okay Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but that was... And I seen that, right? I listened to it, and then I seen OJ get free. I'm like, yo, this is interesting, man. Mm. Imagine OJ in the club, and then he hears this, the story of OJ. How long do you think OJ's before OJ goes back back to prison? <laughs> like, I think it's going to be soon. Uh, I don't know, man. I hope I hope, I hope, it's not. I hope OJ like, stays clean, bro. He hasn't got in trouble yet. Do you think OJ did it? you think he killed those people? I think he did. I don't think he did. You don't think he did? <laughs> Just we should do, we should do a right podcast there. just about OJ sometime. <laughs> the OJ, the, like just like we gotta we gotta read up on it more though because I don't know all the nah, details. Just watch, just watch the People vs OJ. It's on oh, Netflix. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I, I watched a couple episodes. I couldn't get into it. Yo, bro, it's dope. Trust me. All right, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, but now, nah, but, but yeah, you can get into it. Uh, Jay Z, um, one of his best lines off the album is like, "Instead of spending all your money at the strip club, um, or what's cooler than spending all your money at the strip club?" And he's like credit like <laughs> yo that's 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 so true that it's is like, true though yeah like why is. are you wasting your money like throwing dollar bills on people that are just doing their job exactly and 
taking away your hard-earned money when you could yeah basically build for the future which yeah and like he's know? he was talking about like buying houses and like buying paintings and then yeah. the paintings like appreciating value yeah so. like yeah he's so, giving you yeah I, he got he gave me a lot of jewels in that so. He's, he made he's made a lot of money like not just from rapping he's made a lot of money in lots of ways yeah, yeah, selling man, crack he made sell, money that way selling crack then he f- transitioned to he didn't expect his like reasonable doubt to like be as big as it was yeah definitely. Like, he didn't think I think he, his plan was like to just drop one elements keep selling yeah, crack exactly good thing he he didn't do that because one we would we've been robbed a lot of good music mm-hmm. and then two um, you know he could have like been killed or something yeah definitely definitely so. Uh, but Jay Z, Jay Z is a jack of all trades, man. Jack of all trades. I think he he he's like water. He can he can move in uh he can move in different environments. He can move in a room full of vultures. That's like those those are like Jay Z lines yeah, right exactly, there. Yeah. Like I can sell like ice. To I can a sell lake or wa- something. yeah water to a well. Yeah, and I can move in a room full of vultures. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, man, Jay Z, Jay Z's my guy, man. He's my guy. But four four four. Yeah, he's my guy. Dead ass. Dead ass. Facts. Yeah. Tim's B. I got my New York hat and my Tim's on. Oh, you got the Tim's over there. Let's get it. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's get it. Ashy Tim's, but yeah, I'm proud of that album though. Me if too. any, if anybody hadn't get, if anybody didn't get it yet, get make it. sure you go get it. Go get it. It's on Apple Music now, so you don't got to get title. You don't have. To I get mean, it. I got Spotify. It's not on there, but you know, I had nine dollars credit on iTunes. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna buy it. Yeah, I support Jay Z, even though he doesn't need my support. But yeah, definitely I support him. Yeah. You know, there we go. All right, some more music coming out. We got ASAP Mob. That's dropping soon. That's dropping tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. Boy. Oh, boy. Boy. I'm pumped for that. Um, I just wish ASAP Rocky would drop a full album. Yeah, please. I don't um, think I think he's real discouraged from his uh, his. Uh, what he's was been killing the features though. Yeah, definitely. He definitely has. He definitely has. He was on Tyler the Creator's album too, right? Yep. Yeah, feature. Yeah. Who that boy? Who he was. Nice? Um, he's done stuff with Frank. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for this album. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna have some songs we already heard. Like I'm I'm sure rap, rap will be on yeah, there. Yeah, rap's, gonna rap's be a great there. song. I hope they have Frank Ocean and Lil Uzi's verse on there. That's like. I mean, they, it's Mitchell out there anyway. Yeah, it is, yeah. I think Frank Ocean had the best version, yeah, but did, I'm yeah. also, like, obsessed with Frank Ocean. Yeah. I saw him live. Everyone just so yeah, you know. Yeah, there we go. How was it, though? Oh, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia. So good. Really? Okay. Oh, my God, yeah. It was, like, a religious experience. For real? Oh, yeah. Why does he perform with, uh, like, like big... I, usually when people perform, they have, I like, know. over-the-ear headphones. I think he I think he's weird about performing. Really? Because this is only this was only his sixth concert. I saw him at Way Home, which is a music festival. I heard he charges a hundred dollar, a hundred dollars for like appearances anywhere. Hundred, not a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, yeah. For any. This is only his sixth concert since 2013. Or maybe he's, people just can't afford him. It's usually I don't like people, it could be that. Yeah. Um, I think what it is is that, you know, there was a period of time where he didn't release any music for four years. Mm-hmm. People after, thought like after yeah Channel after Orange. after Channel Orange he didn't release anything for four years. Mm-hmm. Then he comes out last year with Endless and Blonde. Mm-hmm. And both were like Endless was pretty good. Blonde was probably my favorite album the last like five years. Mm-hmm. And now he's been releasing like Chanel, um, Biking Lens. Everything he's released since then, Raph included, mm-hmm. um, has been amazing. And he's on a roll pretty yeah, much. Definitely. So seeing him live, being only his like six concerts since 2013, was mm-hmm. like it's unforgettable. I, I filmed like most of the concert. It was, right. it was pretty sick. Yeah. That's dope. Um, if, you wanna, if you want to check that out, follow me on Twitter at uh, C O N Y E Z U S K I R S T. I got it pinned. Just, I got just, that. I got it pinned. Just pronounce it for the people. Kanye's curse. Yeah. Kanye's, yeah. Uh, or you can just look up B emoji on Jesus. <laughs> You'll find me that way too. B emoji on you. But nah, the Frank Ocean, yeah, you definitely do this thing. But this ASAP mob is it's something to look forward to. I 
since what did the the last ASAP Mob album did it come out after Yams passed or yeah it was after yeah, okay yeah Yams so. was on the cover okay yeah so cool, yeah on his uh, yeah yeah, yeah unicorn Yams has been has been uh, passed away since January 2015 okay yeah yeah it's been a while yeah sheesh but I yeah, miss ASAP Yams every day yeah man do you have, he had the best Twitter account um and like his intros to like all of like ASAP Mob stuff like. Yeah. You're going around talking about wrinkled stil- silks looking ridiculous. He said something like that. It was like, yeah, it was hilarious. That's what's up now. Yams is a trendsetter. He was a predator. He was Yams. His tweets were literally what people tweet nowadays. Really? Yeah, like back in 2014, he was tweeting stuff like, uh, I don't want to even get into it because uh, I'll just be sad. Yeah. I, I love ASAP. But yeah, rest in peace, ASAP Yams, man. But yeah, we're gonna hear a lot of ASAP 12, ASAP Ness, ASAP not ASAP Bar. For the, he he's finding a, a sexual assault case, but we're gonna hear a lot I of about that. Yeah, yeah ASAP Ferg just dropped a new album probably earlier this week. So the mob. Wait, he's got a new album. Yeah, with his do rag, his silky do rag. It's his, a full album. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I forgot the name of it, but it's uh. I didn't like Ferg's last album that much. Yeah, me neither. New level was great. Yeah, that's about it. But his, I mean, it wasn't like it was no trap lord. Yeah, try yeah. Didn't have that work remix or that, that uh, or that, that Shaba. I think he was just trying to like play with sounds or but, let it go. But I think he's getting back to his New York roots, hence the silky do rag. That's the that's that's like blatantly the, the whole cover. It's like a red a red background with him him turned to the back. The ASAP Mob has so much swag. But yeah, definitely. They are the culture right now. New York, like Soho culture, they are like mm. they are the culture. I mean, ASAP Rocky has been dressing like people dressed in 2017 since yeah. like 2011. For real, <laughs> for real, bro. Like, yeah, they set trends. Yeah, definitely. But now, nah, let's look forward to that. And uh, we have one more thing he's going to talk about, right? Yeah, um, mostly me, I think. Oh yeah, so this is this is kind of segment. So I'm gonna go get another bottle. I've been of water. I've been listening to this group called Brockhampton for like the last month or so. They dropped an album recently called Saturation. Which, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to that. Um, Brockhampton Saturation. Um, it's a it's like a big group of rappers, singers, and they actually have a TV show as well on Viceland. Um, they dropped this album, and pretty much front to back, it's a really good album. They have really good hooks, good verses, just just really good album in general. Um, they have another album coming out, Saturation Two. Within two months, they've dropped two. They're going to be dropping two full-length albums. They got a couple songs out now. They got a song called "Gummy." They got a which has a music video as well. And they also have another one called "Swamp," which I showed Nehemiah. He wasn't really feeling it, but they kind of remind me of the. Kind of said this before. He showed me. He showed me the video, which kind of like set my brain already. Like mm-hmm. our future shouldn't have done that. My yeah, name. yeah. <laughs> it's like our future, but it's the same kind of like texture in the video colors, like poppy. Yeah, they have like poppy colors. One kid kind of looked like Tyler the Creator, so it kind of was like. To me, they kind of like I didn't I didn't I have to listen to more of the music mm. like first just to to get a vibe for it. But they kind of remind me of our future, and I think they were just kind of like biting their whole like aesthetic and their like style. And stuff I can like see that, that a little bit. That's how someone described it to me as well. Yeah, and um, that was actually part of the reason why I listened to it because I like Odd Future. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I, Odd Future like is low key still like running the music game. Running the music game. Yes. What does like, is does Taco and like anybody else put out music? Anybody? Uh, not much, but uh, so okay. Frank I'll, Ocean is our he's our future. I right, saw. So I'm gonna finish up Brockhampton. We can talk about our okay, future. Cool. Let's get so Brockhampton's got an album coming out the 27th, I believe. Okay. So that's next week. Um, the second album in two months. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Odd Future. So, so basically, why I say Odd Future is still running the music game. You got Tyler the Creator, who's who just dropped a really good album, Flower right. Boy. Mm-hmm. You got Fr- Frank, who like I, we've already talked about Frank. Like he's been making moves pretty much since last year. And then you got a lot of really good musicians. 
they had this group called the Internet, mm-hmm. which dropped like a like an R and B ish album uh, in twenty fifteen, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's called I, I don't remember um, Ego Death. Okay. It's called Ego Death. Um, then the uh, the singer for the, the, this group, the Internet, her name's Sid, mm-hmm. who dropped the, like a an R and B album this past year too, which is which was pretty good. Um, She's since left, but she, I guess, had, like, the studio where they recorded at. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other guy named Steve Lacey, mm-hmm. who plays the guitar and produces music. And he's dropped an album called Steve Lacey's Demo. It's not, like, a full-length album. It's, like, six songs. Mm-hmm. Really, really solid work from him. He produced um, Pride off of Kendrick's album, too. Pride. He did it on his iPhone. He he um he plays his, his guitar on his iPhone oh, and I think records I've seen it. it. Yeah, I think and I've seen he it. produced that song off he, his iPhone, which is insane. He's out future, too? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, that kid is affiliated with that. Yeah, that kid is young though. He's eighteen. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would, I recommend Steve Lacey too. Like oh, he's got some god. cool music. It's it's kind of like, it's not quite R and B or rock or, I don't I don't really know how to describe it's his, it. It's his lane though. Yeah, it's, he doesn't yeah. sound like anybody else. Right? It's um, but that's dope. I and he that. he did stuff on Tyler this Tyler's album as well, and I probably on Frank's too. I'm not yeah. I'm not quite sure, but that's cool. they're they're all like affiliated, and you know now, Odd Future's like back in the limelight because they're all like doing stuff again mm-hmm. you're seeing like them working with like with Rocky and guys like that yeah. so I, it's interesting that yeah that's dope they're still like so relevant mm-hmm. you know six or seven or eight years after they they initially got yeah. together yeah because I remember seeing Frank Ocean what was that song um, stars wide open because we can't see you in the dark when you um, was it um, with Tyler the Creator was it She maybe yeah 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 that yeah. one yeah that's, that's when I that's when I first got introduced to both of them that was, that was I think Frank Ocean like I never thought he'd be as big as it. My yeah. little my little sister introduced me to Frank Ocean. She was I like, remember this. listening to Nostalgia Ultra really yeah that was this, his uh, album that had like he, he recorded over like Ho- uh, Hotel California like oh, that really? song from the 70s mm. Um, he got he got sued for that though, really? and like he recorded over a bunch of different like popular songs. And after that, like he's like after getting sued, he's like, well, I'm not gonna record over like samples like that anymore. So yeah. since then, as far as I know, they've all his the backing music has been original stuff mm-hmm. from like him and whoever produces for him. Yeah. So that was like a good turning point for him. But like since then, like he's gotten like so much better, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy. And like I actually all of them have gotten better. Like Tyler the Creator's matured. Mm-hmm. His last album, he was. You know, and he's not talking about like killing people and like yeah. running over Bruno Mars in a tour bus or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. But nah, this kid, but this, yeah, this, like this it's too. it's cool to see them. So now mature. I guess I'm gonna listen to a lot of uh, Future now. You should. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Recommend it. Frank Ocean. Frank, I love Frank Ocean. I love last Frank Ocean's live album. Last album. Uh, I, it it really it really grew on me. Mm. I like it. But yeah, I'm it's not, it's lo- it's kind of low key. Like there's yeah. not like a, there's not any bangers. Bangers, but it's know? a good like a good a good. But musically, it's like really really good. Exactly. Yeah. Alright. Anything else we want to talk about, Nehemiah? That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah, nah, I guess we're good for right now. So everybody, um I'm gonna put that uh that factual link in the description about what, what was it that uh you said I, was <laughs> I don't even about? remember. Oh, it was Stanley, not, it Stanley Johnson. Wasn't real. <laughs> Stanley Johnson gets Drop 70. in seventy. <laughs> yeah, watch. It was a summer league game game when he was when he was uh, playing against twelve year olds. <laughs> nah, it was actually man. NBA players. Hmm. Or was it no? It was an OVO bounce. Yes, I'm not looking at it right now. The Drake's Drake's uh, basketball tournament in Toronto. Oh, okay. So that's not summer league. So yeah. what was it against NBA players though? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. I think it's a celebrity charity game. All right. We'll put in the link. I guess. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. yeah we'll put it in there. No, nah, we never put it in the bio. No, this time we will. If it's true, I'll put it in the bio. All right. So if you like this, please like, subscribe, share. You know all that stuff. Yeah. Um. 
If you oh, want to, if you want to debate 80, us, actually, eighty six points, eighty six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Five more than Kobe. Wow, but uh, was Jalen Rose guarding him? <laughs> nah. Actually, that would actually make sense if Jalen Rose was guarding him because yeah. Jalen Rose has done that before, and Jalen Rose is in his forties now. All right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the Six Men. Feel free to debate us or something. I don't care. Yeah. But we will be call us out if we if we have some bad takes. We will be putting this link in the bio, so because right. it is factual. Nehemiah, any closing thoughts you want to say? Um, shout out to what? all our followers, man. Thanks for rocking with us. For I love everyone, be rocking with us. How long have we been doing this podcast for? for like a, going on two years now. I yeah. think almost yeah. Going on two years, man. Yeah. Wow. So it takes five and a half. Yeah. We out here. We out here, bro. It takes five and a half years to uh, to master something. So we got a uh, three and a half years to get to it. Ten thousand hours. That's ten thousand hours, bro. Mm. Yeah, so we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting close. So we've gotten better. Yeah, we have gotten better. Now we just got to get uh start filming a podcast. But when Connor moves to New York City, or if I move back to Buffalo, we'll get to it. We'll so get to that. that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, and we'll also have to get some money off this. Like I'm yeah. trying to be a millionaire. Yeah, definitely and, uh, within the next year. You know? you know, so residual residual money. You know, mm. instead of the cracks that not playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, goodbye. Thank yeah, you for all right, listening. Man. All right, boy. Peace.